Go wait. Oh, let me do do Caitlin so that the oh no, I'm the grump. Never mind. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's why I said you disappoint all of us. Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve. Where all levels of nerd are welcome. Often, we can find our greatest works of fantasy in novels, live action, even video games. Today, we take a turn into a sprawling world that marries many genres into an Eisner wedding graphic novel. We follow the adventures of ancients, old gods, arcanics, and Micah in monstrous i'm really excited <gasps> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but before we get into everything we can introduce our host today i'm caitlin <sighs> Ta- I, i'm tom uh, i'm Corey, <laughs> and i'm josh just Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun, fun perks. Like so fun. You get early access to these episodes. You get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. You get access to secret channels on our super public Discord server uh, that are only for you and other Nerd On Nation members. You also get what we call the Nerd On Nudge on our other weekly show, the Nerd On Update, where we answer your questions first. So do check it out. The Nerd On Nation, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. Uh, plain and simple, it has helped us to grow and be even better than we first originally imagined. Really. Like the arc, it's kind of crazy. Our <laughs> content has upgraded substantially because the nation has been like, yeah, do the thing. Yeah. Bish. Uh, so thank did. you so much. Do join that nerdon.tv backslash Patreon and check out that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And a huge shout out to our partners, Apogee and Odyssey. Uh, we are using the Apogee hype mic and we are using Odyssey's um, LCD ones. They're wonderful, Except they're great, they're comfortable. Caitlin's Except using the Mobius. For me, <laughs> I'm using the Mobius. She's got us in that 3D. 3D. She's special. Uh, but I mean, it says a lot about their surround sound. It says a lot about their customer service because we told them that something happened with Caitlin's, and they were like, "Boom, send them over. We'll get them over." So they're awesome. We love you. Check, we love you. Uh, so check them out. And uh, a couple of smaller things. Well, not I mean, how. Well, how dare I quantify this? Yeah. How uh, dare yeah. You? We I are, don't even know what you're talking about. We are how close. Dare diet? <laughs> we are close to our next goal on Patreon. Uh, so close. Patreon. And once we receive that, receive that, once we get there, uh, the Nerd on Nation will be able to choose a topic for one of our episodes. And we can't say no. Terms yeah. and conditions apply. <laughs> yeah. So check it out. And if you like what you hear today, like what you see today, stop by, rate, review, subscribe, follow, all of that good stuff. But yeah, Tom, I believe that you had some business to apply here. Yeah, we're covering a comic today. Tom, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, thank you. Back to me. Uh, Josh, that was wonderful. Um, Yo. So today, we're covering graphic novels. Some of you might call them comic books, but you'd be in a weird place because they're both, in a way. I don't know. But, you know, (laughs) they're neither right nor wrong, sir. At the same time, you're Schrodinger's truth. Um, (laughs) And some would say the best place 
to to read and ingest these stories of grand spectacle and and, and gravitas is in Comixology's app. So we can can we we have an app. We have a link. You guys could support us by supporting yeah, yourselves and enriching your lives by enriching our lives. You like how that works? It's like a it's like a circle. It goes all the way around. It's a symbiote. Yes, symbiote. <laughs> like Thank you, James Slade. And 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 no. it's nerdon TV no. backslash Comicsology. That's a wonderful website you can go to. It's an affiliate link that we got. And you can check it out on our website. One and more time. My people in the back. Nerdon.tv backslash Comicsology. Also nerdon TV slash Comicsology. I don't know how many people use forward slash unless you're into coding. I know a couple people who know C, but maybe not you for websites. But it's a wonderful place because if you just like to read some stories, and these are this is the the thing about artwork, it's beautiful, right? You want to take it all in, but when you got that like panel to panel, you just tap on your screen, you know what I'm saying? You got a little smart device, whether it's iOS or Android, it's all great because you know we're all levels of nerd are accepted are, are welcome here and accepted. And then you just tap, you get the little panel, you read the dialogue, you tap it again, you get another panel, you tap it again, you get a big old splash of everything. It's all you could want in every way you could want it. So go on nerdon.tv backslash boom. You nailed you nailed it, man. And that, that, that was well done. I think that's the housekeeping. Think, uh, Shall we get on to this monstrous of an episode? Um, I think so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should. Um, so our first two segments of the show are going to be um where we're going to talk about the end of the show in all honesty. Um so uh that brings us to <gasps> Guess, Guess that, that Grump. There's dogs who walk and there's cats who talk. There's a monster living inside her arm. And there's cats who talk and dogs who walk and a monster living inside her arm. They're called Necomancers. Um, and, uh, so if you're unfamiliar with that, uh, tune, neither, we, we are also unfamiliar with it. We are not. Um, we are so not either. We, we are not either. Um, but Corey is. Corey has it all written in his head. He's like, you know, the MCU, even if they call it, you know, the Inhumans movie into show and it doesn't do well, but it's, you know, it's all part of the plan. Um, so, uh, guess that grunt right now is going to be where we are going to go around the digital screens and guess who is going to have the lowest score from one out of five. No matter how high the number is, the lowest won't be the grunt for the week. Since that I always correct. explain Corey can never go first, I'm going to go first uh, and say that the grump for the volume one of Monstrous, The Awakening, will be Corey. Whoa. Okay. Caitlin physically has the book, and I think she's the one that suggested the episode. Yeah, Caitlin, who do you think? Corey. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Josh? Corey. Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Thought so. Doesn't mean that it's going to be a low number. That's a thing. Thought so. Thought so. Well, my guess is uh, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that's my guess are you sitting at home <laughs> in your car at work, at work fuming because we didn't vote for josh like you thought we should well guess what you can throw your vote into that pool and get vote for josh being the grump because he probably is because you think that but how do i do that you say to me and i'll, I'll tell how you how do i do that Corey? You join the Nerd on Nation, and if you join the Nerd on Nation, you could take part in polls for the Guess the Grump, and if you get it right, you're going to be the Gatorade, grass-fed, grumper-dean, old god-guessing, Gator-grumper-guesser person. 
And uh, guess what? If you get it right, you get a shout out on the show. And I think that's wow. pretty pretty cool from yours truly, Corn. Um, so the Nerd on Nation has spoken. Is it Kaylin? Is it Josh? Is it Corey? Is it Tom? Nobody really knows except for the Nerd on Nation. They guess Tom. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. But so, how? Uh, it's going to go Caitlin, Josh, Tom, and Corey, who has three votes. Pretty sweet. Wow. So we have a no vote, a one, two no votes, two one no vote, votes. and then three vote. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well shit, baby. Uh, we'll move on to the That's next That's how one. it goes, y'all. We'll see. <laughs> we'll go to the complete spoiler of that with our brief synopsis and our, uh, not brief synopsis, our initial reactions and our first impressions. There you um, go. And uh, I won't go first. How about never heard of this? Here you go. I'll go. Oh, yeah. Never heard of this monstrous volume one until it was put on the slate to read for nerd on for y'all oh, people. That, so Corey, we talk Corey is going to disappoint us. Am I now? Yeah. So this is the closest a comic book has felt to the way I felt playing Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> uh, it has this strangely grounded fantasy that lives like somewhere between high fantasy and steampunk. And you I have to be watching us on video. So you can't I at face. no point would have, would have been surprised if someone's like, by the way, here's a lightsaber. <laughs> <I'd be> like, <laughs> Wait, this makes perfect sense. Uh, no, I thought, I mean, I've always loved, I mean, Tom can attest to this in our D and D group. I've always loved, I, I play a seven foot one lion. I've always loved the mix of like, high fantasy and talking animals who have a society of their own. And they were like, bam, got that for you. Uh, and they were like, I was like, well, what would the repercussions be for having animals who walk and talk and humans live together? Bam, bam got that for you. <laughs> also cats talk. And I was like, Oh my God. Uh, so this was like, I devoured this first, this first volume. I thought it was so cool. Um, that it's really well written. Uh, I enjoyed it from start to finish. And I think the first time I read it, I read it within like 40, 30, 40 minutes. Because I didn't stop until Whoa. I got to the end. So, I, the, I mean, real the quick, first time I, I, I read it, let me throw that out there. The first time I read I it. I do want to okay. say, like, this this comic, even the single issues, they're, they're actually a little bit longer than average. Than yeah, this, for the, to put that in context, when I say I read it in 30 minutes, it's 208 pages mm-hmm. uh, on the Comixology app. So, yeah. Uh, so it was good. Damn. It was good. It was good. <laughs> that was an appropriately was earned. Damn. Um, I'll go next. Um, so Monstrous has been on my comic book periphery for years now. Like somebody mentioned it uh, because of the kinds of comic books that I like. And it just was always there. Comicsology is always like, hey, recommended. You'd like this, bro. You'd like this. Hey, you'd like this, and then we. Bro, put it on I the know docket. you. You want this, bitch. You, you, you need this. Uh, and then it was put on the docket, and one night I had finished another series, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get started early." And I may or may not be up to date with where the current <laughs> issue is. Hmm. <laughs> Who knows? Like it's a may and who's to say? Not? I neither confirm nor who's I just say? I devoured it like. It was just a constant, just turning the page of like, and it's not just turning the page, but you're turning the page, turning the page, hands, uh, turn the page, wash your hands. Um, Rock is my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. Uh, <laughs> like Tom was explaining about the Comicsology app, uh, you can do panel by panel, but this is one of those ones that you had to sometimes you had to zoom out so you could see double the whole click. Picture. So it, yeah, like, and got it. There's there's in. some really cool panels where the action 
the the panel bars are there, but the action is spreading into other mm-hmm. panels, and you have to be able to see like, oh damn. Um, I just I loved every aspect of this story, and it just gets better. Like it just gets more grandiose, and this it was just so good. It was there's certain things I really want to talk about, but I'm gonna wait until favorite parts you know how we do our show yeah yeah yeah. yeah i'm sure. gonna stick to the layout <laughs> of the show that we've been doing for almost four years <laughs> yeah i uh, really don't want to but i'll do it for you i'll do it for kaylin, you guys kaylin you or me you go go, go wait oh, let me do do kaylin so that the oh no i'm the grump never mind <laughs> yeah that's why i said you disappointed all of us mm-hmm. um you were supposed so, to be the chosen one uh, well, because he, had, he had the most votes and I was like, he's going to have the most stellar review for this thing. Um, so, okay. That's uh, twice now. You know, what's up, y'all? Um, it's me, Tom. Uh, you know, uh, nerdy boy here. Uh, for those who don't read comic books, this is a wonderful, wonderful way to get into it. Um, I think uh, this is, you know, it's more graphic novel because um, the, the writer, Marjorie, she comes from a novelist background. So if you are into fantasy... This is a good place for you. And I'm not saying like, oh, I can tell only about fantasy, but like fantasies tends to be, um, you know, have different levels of entry. So for me, uh, again, the initial reactions and, you know, all that stuff, um, I found it to be like, you know, a really cool, like one part Naruto, one part Korra, one part Mm. um, Berserk, um, which ends up becoming kind of like, um, its own thing and it like in a best way it's almost like a very serious version of inuyasha um and uh those who are familiar with those terms who aren't in comics will know that like the that means like there there's a whimsy and fun in the designs but there is also like this beauty in the grim and the dark but also like this uh realistic storytelling that's happening that you you kind of you're, you're, you 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 get introduced at the second act and you're like let's go 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 and then the following issues will tell you about like what's going to ha- like how that world uh it involves that first scene and that very first issue is like really really important um so everyone uh, I, I I highly recommend uh giving this a try it's an Eisner winning comic book uh, story um I, multi multi yeah, multi uh, and I abs- absolutely, if you don't know what the Eisner's are, they're like the, the Oscars for comic books, um, or for written works. Um, I, uh, I started reading it, um, and, uh, kind of like Corey's point where I was like, at first I was like, oh my God, 208 pages. Like, okay, let's go baby. And then this has always been like on my, like, okay, I gotta, I gotta read this. I gotta read this. And I went through, went through and I was like, oh, well, this, this moves, this moves really well, really well, really quickly. Um, and they introduced certain everything, a new thing in every issue and you learn more about the world and you're just kind of like, okay, but what does that mean? How's this going to play out? And you, you know, you're familiar with certain, um, conventions and types of storytelling and elements of theme. And you think one thing and then it starts playing out like another one. And so like, you're kind of on this wonderful kind of like tour of like, oh, this is like all these genres being married together in a fun way. Um, and uh, yeah, I I absolutely recommend it. I've actually been reading a lot more fantasy, or not reading. I've been doing a lot of audiobooks of fantasy stuff. So like this going from from one thing into this one, I was just like, oh, this is like great. Like people who like fantasy are going to like this. And so I'm like, 
trying to recommend it to people. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I much enjoy. I much enjoy. I, I much enjoy. Uh, so I actually got this this uh, uh, first issue or issue one for uh, one of my roommates was doing a free comic book day, and that was just nice something that was available. And it's the reading it the first time, which was a while ago at this point. Um, but it stuck with me and it stuck with me really heavily. Um, but I never really sought out reading the whole thing until we were getting ready for this. Um, uh, like to, to, to really pour over it. You know, it's one of those things that you like, you find it, you, you like get through everything. You're like, that was really good. And then you don't really think about it. You go over it again. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> um, so this was good the first time, better the second time. Mm. Um, you know what? That's enough of an initial reaction, I think. Okay. Okay. She didn't like it. Um, <laughs> uh, so now we'll move on to our second, uh, next two segments. We're going to be our brief synopsis and our production. The brief synopsis brought to you by me. Oh. Um, so I'm reading this off of the Amazon. So if you want to get it there, I highly recommend get it from your comic book st- uh, store instead. Save those babies. Um, but yeah, set in an alternate matriarchal 1900s Asia in a richly imagined world of art deco inflected steampunk. Monstrous hey. tells the world tells the story of a teenage girl who is struggling to survive the trauma of war and who shares a mysterious psychic link with a monster of tremendous power, a connection that will transform them both. Entertainment Weekly praises Monstrous as one of Image Comics' most imaginative and daring new series and dubbed it the best new original series in the year and best comics of 2015 list. That's it. Like, Great. If you look it up on Google, it'll be like, this is just as ambitious as George R. R. Martin. And I'm like, dude, this sucks. So uh, check it out. And uh, yeah, I think all our brief synopsis kind of entails what it is. So. Yeah. Uh, and our production. Production comes Je-je-je. from comes from me. Uh, the publication is from Image Comics, uh, hey. known for The Walking Dead, Spawn, Invincible. Uh, writers, Marjorie Liu, known for The Hunter Kiss, Tiger Eye, Astonishing X-Men. Uh, artist, Sana Takeda, uh, known for X-23, Miss Marvel, Civil War. Publish- publication date uh, starts November 2015 to present. Uh there are currently uh, five volumes out. Six is coming in September uh, to a total of, I mean, current issue is 33 um, and copies sold unlisted. So yep. a lot. Yeah, a lot. Soon to be more. Um, yes. But one quick thing before we start getting into our next, you know, bits with the spoilers. Um, I do really like that. Uh, I, oh, I did a little bit of like, you know, research and I looked up Marjorie Liu and she was talking about how. Um, a lot of the story kind of came from inspired from her talking with her grandma and uh, talking about like the wars that her grandma lived through and like how she would like jovially talk about the like terribleness that happened, but like with a smile and it's kind of like, what would it take for someone to be able to retell these stories as mm-hmm. a person who ha- who isn't like, like fully traumatized by it. Yeah. Who's like come out from it. So it was very interesting when you, look at it from that aspect of like this is what the writer intended to tell the story that like it doesn't steer f- away from like very adult situations and mm-hmm. and, and 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 conversations dark, dark shiz but it looks really cool and fantastic at the same time so, um, um yeah i thought i thought takeda also like just 
and killed just to, it. For anyone who has been collecting these as they come out issue by issue, we today we're covering volume one, which covers issues one through six. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, yeah, just in case a, you want to follow along at home. Uh, a shout out to because we talked about I- Eisner Awards. I just wanted to be specific. Um, they've won multiple, but 2018 alone was best writer, best cover artist, best painter slash multimedia artist, uh, best publication for teens, best continuing series. So it's really beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> like really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, favorite parts. Let's yeah. go. So um, now full into spoiler full world. So many spoilers uh, right now, y'all. I was gonna Ren, just oh, go for it. I was just gonna start first because we were starting about the, we were talking about the art. Hey, go for it. That is just like an overall favorite part is the art um of the, the entire thing. Like the thing that I love about it, if you like zoom in, if you're looking at a panel and you zoom in, the lines aren't perfect. It's not perfect by any means. But you don't know that because it's a whole. The painting, the the shadowing, like everything together creates almost an illusion of this perfection. But when you look at it, you're like, oh, they're they're you can kind of see where there there's lines where they might not they it's might not totally cleaned up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I loved that. There were just so many things like the paint I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before. The the cool thing that I think has a good aspect of it, and I don't want to have to make it a full comparison, but like um I compared it to like Berserk and it, mm. it's really busy. Um the the designs, uh in, intricacies of like the sarcophagus and the monster and like the the dead gods, like there's so much line work in there that like if you zoomed in, you're like, oh my God, someone drew all those lines mm-hmm. to make it feel like and then you zoom out, you're like, and you barely even see it. And so it, it it creates that illusion. It's like I, I don't want to be you know again two comparisons comparison where, where it's like um, Steppenwolf from uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League where like the spikes where it's like it's a lot going on there's visually, so much. but yeah. there, but there's 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 direction in line. So at least your eyes have a place to go, and so mm-hmm. like your eyes get drawn to probably the most menacing part of these terrible creatures, which is the center which is typically has this giant eye that looks at you straight in the eye. And you're like, Oh my God. But at the it, reader. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I think that's really dope. Uh, Other favorite parts, Corey. Yeah. Ren trying to intimidate the assassin. It's like, by, should, yeah. By listing his accomplishments and then it doesn't work. And he's like, well, I tried. Yeah. Okay, let's run. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd give it a shot. So here we go. As a poet, uh, say, was, we're fucked. I, I was also really <laughs> oh God, interested that, so that they're, they're, uh, scholars and scientists or whatever are poets Mm -hmm. that's their Mm -hmm. that's their historical or scientific or uh the people they they look to the the they say yeah Yeah. the the poets are the ones like usually we'd be like well scientists say that global warming but they'd be like oh the poets say that this this and this and this uh i thought that was cool thought that was cool um i i for some reason when you mentioned that part i i i hate that i do this and i think he gets typecasted a lot as this character but I feel like if they were ever going to do like an adaptation of it, that is Alan Tudyk all day. <laughs> Which oh, Rhett, oh my Rhett, god, yeah. yeah, oh I my god, like, oh. yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, uh, uh, I I I really enjoyed the, and this is like a later thing, the exploration. This is where it starts getting a little to me Naruto like of of Micah and 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 the monster. And mm. uh, to me, th- like so far, and Josh, you could tell me if I'm in the ra- wrong because you've you've read more of it than I have. Um, when you get these first issues, 
you kind of have to start thinking like, what does this monster kind of represent beyond this, the the text? And like, is it like her natural hatred towards like the world that she lives in? And is this like the open expression of that hatred striking out? And that's why it hungers and it feeds for, you know, what we perceive as like malice and death, but is it more like revenge? Cause she tries to direct it towards people who deserve to be killed but unfortunately there are people who are killed in the crossfire, especially with, you know, the very beginning, but like, you know, what, what do, what, what does a dark spirit represent in a story of fantasy and all this stuff? And sometimes it doesn't have to, but when you aren't given any context of like what it is on text for the first four issues, you're kind of like, okay, what does this represent? What is this darkness yeah. inside? Well, of they're both, response? they're both within this comic, at least they're both rebels of their own mm-hmm. kind. Right. And, and then and she doesn't align with her, her either side of who she is really humans or the, uh, ancients. ancients. And so this, you find out in the last few panels of this issue that this old God was also a betrayer of his kind mm-hmm. and sought to, uh, or did overthrow the other old gods, uh, in favor of the, the humans and the ancients. And that's what I really started liking where it's like, you got more of him and he's like, I have been asleep for all this long. Why are you so hunted? Like all these things are where he starts becoming, or that, that thing becomes a character. And, uh, you know, first it becomes like, kind of like this part of micah but then later on it becomes a character and i really started like digging into that where i'm like now it's like like if i give if you give me all control of you then i'll give you something that you don't have it's like what can you possibly offer me it's like your name i'm like you know there's power in names and that's a very big like to me gothic occulty kind of thing which mm-hmm. is up my alley like i you know with fantasy i prefer the bloodborne hp lovecraft stuff like i like the dark uh, maddening tales uh, that talk about the things that we would go crazy if we knew about um, yeah. versus kind of like fairies and, and, and well, it harkens and back to the, like one of the oldest folklore tales, which is like the only way to get rid of the devil is by knowing, guessing his name mm-hmm. and you can get out of any deal with the devil if you can guess his name. And, uh, and uh, I mean, that's the whole, the Rolling Stone song, you know, hope you guess my name. Uh, so it was kind of a little nod to that too, which is pretty cool. It just shows you how ancient these, entities are uh Kaylin? just all the all the ghosts of the old gods oh yeah and when the little little fox boyo is like can Kippa? it see us Kippa. and it's like i mean no but it's looking like it's right there yeah i don't know the the representation of that and then like micah getting her arm back is like a ghost image too i mean they didn't really draw a lot of attention to it but uh isn't kippa a, a girl yeah i don't know Little fox girl. Yeah, she's oh, a girl. I say boyo is a catch-all, but yes, oh. <laughs> Kippa. We'll go with Kippa, the name. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I could be wrong. Yeah, the, totally all wrong. the old god yes. ghosts were just so cool. All the different designs, they were just horrifying things. Do you think which of unknowns, actually is Josh? more oh. biblically correct too? Because angels were described as these like many-eyed balls with a thousand wings. They're mm-hmm. terrifying. Um, so I just, that representation was amazing. Yeah. And the, um, I mean, just speaking on Kippa, she, um, uh, a specific part with her is when they are reunited later in the book with Ren and Ren is such a a dickhead sometimes and just like a, and he's like tough and she just runs up and holds him. And he's like, like typical cat moment of like holding him and like, (laughs) like, Get, get no. away from me um yeah. 
I mean, Kippa is just such a wonderful juxtaposition of what, like, I mean, Micah, badass, strong woman, just like, and I love the, there's a juxtaposition of using kind of modern language of even the F-bombs and and some of those things where it's just like, you don't, well, I don't expect it in this kind of story where you're like, it's, nah. But when Ren goes, uh, as a poet say, we're fucked. We're fucked. I was just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm into it. (laughs) <laughs> and that's uh, apparently Marjorie Lou's favorite word, which I'm like, Fuck. I, Hell yeah. I understand her. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I agree to that. I like what I Kip- fuck was invented in like the 15th century yeah. as a word. So as it's been around. Action of. But no, um, I like I like um, I like what Kippa kind of like does for the story of like kind of always showing the North Star of like what innocence and who are we trying to protect? Because at the end of the day, Kippa is an arcan is an arcanic arconic and like there is that weird effed up, you know, sense of, you know, oppression because of the Kumae. And um, like, also, I love that. Like, I'm going to again, I'm going to sound I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit if it sounds like agenda like SJW. Blah, blah, <laughs> progress. I loved that. Like everyone here was like, uh, like, oh, oh, oh most characters were women. Like mm-hmm. it gave like cool. Like even with the Edenite woman, I forget her name. Uh, Amelia. Who, Amelia, yeah. Who's on the the this little cart thing? It's like that's just like a normal person, and like you can literally see the 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 male analog of what that would be. But then seeing it done for with women was like, oh, this is cool. I like this. Like the Inquisitrix, like they were so mm-hmm. badass, and they were named like Tongs and Hammer and Flay. I'm like, oh my god, which one's going to be named Chainsaw, please? <laughs> uh, I just so, loved that every yeah yeah claw uh hammer just uh, spoke with with different symbols with their hands like it was cool because and then they had you know that was a little bit of like a Chewbacca R2-D2 thing where like everyone else knew what they were talking about but we as the audience didn't know yeah um but also like Mother Superior like <sighs> like that coming out like she was just badass to begin with like oh shit real shit's happening and like I like what they're doing with um Turn I forget her, her name Atena Atena is her name I believe Atena mm-hmm. yeah yeah like at first, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on with these two women characters who are kind of oppressing and keeping people as prisoner. But then, and then you find out she's you find a, out Atena is an like freedom fighter, essentially yeah. from within. And and like I was like, oh my god, and, and so her brother. Like, there there was a moment where I felt like, oh, there's something about her that's like you you think you should be worried about this character as an antagonist, but they get taken out really quickly, so it subverts that expectation. And then like the side, you know, um, Fl- not Flanders. Who's who's Mr. Burns? Little little sister Smithers. Guy. Smithers got Smithers, Smithers character who's just like, oh, they're the one who you might actually like have a heart for because they're the ones that might actually make the end game decision for the main characters. Mm-hmm. So like they're, they're the person you have to change, and yeah. and they'll become. The well, it, it it's it's nice because this. I mean, I'll I'll echo you're like, oh, let me let me sound like I have an agenda as well. But like this comic does a lot. 2015, right? That's when yeah. it came out. So this is this is right at the precipice of a lot of like um, a lot of the first round of riots before we got into the ones within our quarantine. Um, so you have to remember, like, it's also dealing with racism within this within mm-hmm. this comic very heavy handedly and not not being shy about it either. Um, and not just know, one think, kind. It's, it's no, not it's, one kind. I think. I think Ren even calls her a bigot for talking about, I never trust cats. You're oh, yeah. all thieves. And he's like, okay, wow. The, ca- the, casualness, the casualness of bigots. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I just think that was really kind of ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, a specific uh, kind of 
one panel is the reveal of Corvin. The mm-hmm. um, he, he's just, motherfucker. He's just so dope. Ravenborn. Um, how did I not? How do I not like him? Gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Ravenborn. There's a bro, bro. I, I love the purple in this series, just mm-hmm. in general. Mm. Uh, just the the kind of purple that they use. It's like this midnight for the Ilium. Dart, yeah, for Ilium. Um, just specifically on the the reveal of Corvin, his axe has purple mm-hmm. coming off of it, and it's just it's it's a good purple. It's like the <laughs> royal like. It's that's a, a good young, purple. That's a good royal purple. blue. Also, um, uh, I love Tenno. And the reveal, oh, the, oh, but also the, I love Doctor Tam Tam cat. Oh Dr. yeah, Tam-tam, the little snippets, the little stories you get. Like to Where me, that was so kits? that was so anime. That was so anime. Yeah. Like, Very, here's the thing, right before anime. the yeah, and I love it. And I'll, but like you see how they're like making chocolate covered rats, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cute. <laughs> oh, like I thought that was cute. Um, but like <laughs> I was just like, yo, cats with many tails, and they're like. You know, anthropomorphic where they talk, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is pretty great." This is like very to me. That's very anime. So like, I uh, uh, so I have a favorite part, but I have to explain it because it's not. It doesn't sound like a favorite part. Um, like, I hated this thing. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, okay, <laughs> I'll just say, and then we'll talk. Yeah. Um. So when they killed the Cyclops child, mm-hmm. uh huh. That I think for me. That set the entire world for me. Like how casually they can kill children and, and eat them, <laughs> chop them up and eat them. Like they're it, witches, baby. Yeah, I know. I, but, but like, you know, there's like Hansel and Gretel and that kind of thing. And they're like, yeah. haha, tee hee. Like this is fun. There's candy houses and also people get eaten. Like, this kind of not has quite that, as fun in the original Grim Brother one, by the way. Not in the original. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, th- this kind of has that that good balance of making you aware of exactly how dire things are in this world, um, while also showing like why it's important that they're fighting. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know that 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 like stuck out in my mind from the very first time I saw it. Like I was, I feel like not many things shock me in such a way, but that one did. Like oh. Yeah, th- Oh, that's that's yeah. actually one of like uh, a criticism that I read about the the book was that like it's very like it kind of throws in death and violence really quickly. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's hard for, I think, audiences to be like, I don't understand the context or the importance of the violence. Or are we saying that people don't don't matter and all that stuff? But I think to me, it's kind of to show like like we're going in quick and it's like not pretty, but also death is a very common thing in this time. Mm-hmm. And it's something to be like not, not that it's like it's easy to throw away, but like when you're using it and you're you're and it goes on, like future deaths become more important because like you start knowing these characters. So you saw all these people die, but we just saw already that like people die for no reason and it sucks. Um, but like I yeah, to your point, like it, it it throws you in really like boom, we're here, we're doing the mission, we're like, what's the mission? I don't even know what's happening. Um, yeah. But then later on, like, and so that was a very interesting experience when I was reading it. That I was just like, I don't know who I'm supposed to give a shit about, and I don't know where <laughs> I'm supposed to, where this is supposed to go. What's the success? What's the end game? Like, this character doesn't even know what the end game is or why we're doing what we're doing. And then as we later on go, go further and further, we're kind of just like, kind of just taken on this ride uh, and exploring this world. Like, one thing I really enjoyed was like when um, 
the the ancients were talking and um i forget they're all called war lady or war warlord warlord my warlord my warlord and i was like this is pretty baller shit um and i love it's that like josh was talking about like and and corbett's talking about like there's like a little bit of like this animosity even amongst the quote-unquote tribes and, and the races that like they have they have like this this animosity towards each other, even though they're quote unquote supposed to be fighting on the same side. But they all yeah. just kind of view. It's the not world just like a racism, but it's also a um, ego. Isn't the right word, but it's just like I'm better than you. Like there, uh, there's this complex. This, yeah, there's a complex. Like um, if you're of a certain title mm. or something like that, of oh, like yeah. what your value to society is. Um, and what you represent, like within those things, and then there's the big, yeah, hatred's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, man. you got it. What yeah, I like about it kind this, of is it's it's not just the world that we're dealing with, the outside world that we're seeing unfold, but we're also seeing the internal world of what's happening inside Micah, um, and the things yeah. that are revealed within there, the conversations between her so anime. and the monster. I know. Um, and then like learning the past, um, like when he comes out, he's like, why are you so familiar? And it's just like, oh, there's history. Um, <laughs> I, I really want to know more about this monster thing, this old God that's inside oh, no. of her because, because people are just like, Oh, that no, no. It's like, but it is. Like, I believe you though, and you have to die because of it. And I'm like, damn, like, damn. That, that that that's such a cool thing. Like, I I really like Mother Superior as a character just because like she's so Frieza, so oh man, like I'm going <laughs> to kill people. She takes the mask off. Oh my god, Woo. so good. Um, but like, I don't know. I I also I loved how everyone tried to stab the the arm multiple times, and you just see knives and swords shattering i'm like guys <laughs> yeah even she tried it herself yeah. i love that they also had a little bit of like kind of my hero feel that every time she over overpowers her secret superpower then she injures herself in the process because she doesn't know how to harness her power i love that yeah. i mean it is it is a little cautionary tale of like you know fighting quote-unquote like with your heart on your sleeve and it's like, it takes a toll on you. It takes probably a bigger toll than it is like than you think, even though you just murdered an entire forest full of people, but it's just like, it doesn't come without its own costs. And you know, at the very end, you know, you see that giant battle and it costs more of her arm. And so like, Oh, also the freaking twist at the end with Tuya. Oh yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. And they're like, yo, do you don't think that was, couldn't be and then it shows like well she can't be far i was like oh no <laughs> well well it's technically united it's technically on the bad side right because isn't like the dust council like going after her so they can use her and that's why like corvin was like all right peace out man go away and then you find out that two is on that council and you're like yeah oh shit so uh-oh this is a little, yeah. it's got a little gundam wing out of nowhere <laughs> yeah i'll kill you uh I also liked <laughs> just a, it's one frame, but uh, it's when they first kind of get to the dust council and some fighting breaks out. Uh, Corvid grabs Ren by the neck, scruff, mm. and Ren just oh, yells yeah. out, uh, "Pardon me, that is a very rude place to grab a cat." <laughs> I just I lost it. I did. 
Because you're imagining grabbing grabbing your cat, and you're like, they yeah, yeah, well, probably would say that if you if you think of the reason cats like go totally like stasis mode when you do that is because it's they remember their mom grabbing them by the scruff of the neck, and so they have this like that's where my mom grabbed me. Stop. So for him, being a sentient cat was like, hey, that's not for you. Uh, but but there's a moment like probably like 20, 30 pages earlier in the volume one where um, I think Kippa does it, I think, but he doesn't complain about it. She? Oh. Just, Ren keeps... No, he doesn't... Oh. Ren does not okay. complain about it. He does not complain about it uh, because he likes Kippa and, yeah. uh, you know... I just thought that was a nice little nod to that because it happens first, she grabs him, but then later on someone else does it who he doesn't like. And he's like, excuse me. I thought <laughs> it's for it friends was, and family are, only. Are those pretty wild when, um, um, was her name Amelia? You said, right? Yeah, Kayla? Amelia. Uh, she gets a, a run in with those soldiers and then uh, Ren just comes in, just slices uh, one oh, of the guards' face after, after catching out. the baby. I was like, Oh man, but okay. And then, like, and, and then after that, Kippa comes in and she just has like this bramble vine, just slices someone's face. I'm like, oh my god, everyone, no Every- one is safe here. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, Every- I mean, they're going to kill them. <laughs> yeah, and so- also they did the baby thing, so I was like, all right, everyone here should die. But it's also going like one of them saved the baby, so maybe they- oh, okay, whatever, they're dead now. Yeah, but, uh, that that's the that's the bad part of the us versus them thing you know mm-hmm. it's there it's it's the you getting curious about what you know the lives of the henchmen are and then when boop, they're gone when they get beat up because you're like not all of them are bad some of them you know just grew up in that yeah world they, yeah like you said that that one guard's like but it's but, a baby. <laughs> but they still like, i don't care they still put the baby there right yeah. and that's to me the magneto thing i have been the subject to other people's orders for the, my entire life yeah and so no more i'm like mm-hmm. every time every time yeah um when do favorite characters two that yeah. are not the main character good news main character wasn't even my favorite anyway okay 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 all right so how would you go ahead first Corey? uh ren 100 percent. oh 100% am ren. i shocked no, no. The color me color me shocked best character oh. sassy Oh, know it all. He would have been. He would have been a old guy with a beard if he was a person. <laughs> and you're not wrong. Would have been just fine by me. Uh, I didn't have a second character prepared, so oh. I guess Ravenborn. Okay, because he's uh, crow. Wow, also shocked. Because he's a crowman. Uh, Do we get to see more of him, Josh? This is a Josh question. Cool, thanks. Okay. That's all. I, that's all I want to know. Then yeah, then him. Josh, Josh Caitlin or me? His head. Josh. Uh, I'll go. Um. It's gonna be Kippa number one. Mm-hmm. She's she's a sweet baby. She's lovely. Uh, she's she brings she brings the, the light to the dark. Uh, that's and that's what I when you're reading something like this, you're like, oh, there she is. Oh, and she has her moments, and uh, and then Ren. I mean, you have the the other side of the scale where he's like, well, we're fucked. Uh, it just and he's a cat. Mary and Pippin kind of situation going on. Yeah, he's a cat. Oh, wow. I don't like him. That's that's why I got the name. I was like, I forget the name of the fox in Inuyasha. Guess what? Shippo. Mm. Very close. Very close. And I was like, that's Very. that character. Kaylin. Someone was an Inuyasha fan for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should be. This is hard. <laughs> Want me to go first? Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, the monster. Number one. All day, all day, <laughs> oh, nice. all day. Easy. Easy. Um, and uh, I think... Uh, I think I Do y'all really... not write these down? <laughs> 
No, well, I come every week with them written. Mr. I don't have I, a second we're gonna, one. We're going to ask this question every week. Well, I had one ready. Um, I think uh, for me is uh, a Mother Superior. Uh, I just really liked how she was just into it and she brought back Yvette back to life and it was just like pretty baller. Like, th- th- and also, I really like the design of her of her. Uh, her her uniform, her like feather sleeves, but like you could see these intricate designs, and you could see the skin underneath it. Like to me, I'm like, I, why don't we have more of this in movies? I don't know. Like I think there is a weird, gross misconception, but this is me as a straight male of like we're being af- too afraid to like show skin because it's going to be seen as sexualized. But I'm like, if you know, you consult with women, but it's like, do you find this empowering? Is this cool? And then they'd be like, yeah. I was like, okay, then let's do it. You know, like, I think there is a level of, like, you can, you can combine cool, empowered, menacing, and sexy at the same time. Look at Final Fantasy X, too. I love that game. I was going to say, look at the Billy Zane and the Phantom. Hmm? He paints that suit on his body. The Phantom. <laughs> uh, Caitlin. Phantom. No. Uh, so, actually, Dang, yeah, Phantom. I like the monster a lot. Um, the old god? Uh, yeah, the old god living in Micah's they don't, arm. What do they call him? Not monster, but mo- in in right here on Wikipedia it says the monster. Yeah, but they call it the monstrum. Yeah, monstrum. There's a monstrum living in her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was actually gonna say Mother Superior as well. That, that was that was the, I was like <laughs> ah, I don't really want her to be my choice though, so that's why I was him hawing on it a lot. Cause she's she's Sauron as fuck. She's super sour on this fuck. <laughs> but she's so cool. She's so cool. She's just so she's cool. She's just like whispering sweet nothings into needles and bringing ladies back to life. And, and also sucking just, their like, life away. Fucking, yeah. Just being like, oh no, it was <laughs> delayed demonic powers. What happened? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, it was bad. The Arcanics. So bad. So, so deliciously bad. evil. All right, now we'll go into qualms. Uh, who would like to go first? I'll go. Okay. Uh, none. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I only have one, and it's more of a general thing. And it's, I I would say that I disagree with you, Tom. If I were to say I don't think that this is a starting point for reading comics in a sense of, it's a lot. It's a lot. I think that there's. As you go down the road, like it is for me, and maybe I'm a weak reader. I don't know. Um, there's a lot to take to in. There's a lot to the world. There's a lot of races. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of, not rules per se, but there's a lot going on. Uh, and it's all important. It is all important to the greater story uh, as a whole. Um, so... That's a, the only thing that I would say in terms of what I felt about it. The entry of uh, the window of entry is pretty high, the, or it's yeah, higher than it's, it needs it's to be. Sem- it's semi high. Um, but that's it. I don't. There's nothing else that I'm like. This is this thing is perfect to me. It's just it's beautiful. Kaylin, Court, Tom. Um, I don't have any qualms. And, the, and 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 so I, I the only only quote unquote not making a rebuttal, but of it, because I started reading this one fantasy that was highly recommended to me, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh well, th- you didn't get this. I'm like, I don't know what this is, and I don't know what that is. It's, <laughs> and for everyone listening, I'm sorry, I'm bringing you into my life. 
Brian, Brandon Sanderson's uh, Mistborn, which is highly regarded as like one of the greatest like fantasy novels um, and has a really good magic system. First two hours of this audiobook, I didn't understand shit. And I was like, I don't get it. And this, I was like, what is I happening? Understand, I understand everything so clearly. I get it. Because it gave all. me pictures. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know who the You're fuck. Like, ultimate to- power. I've gone well, it, through it, the depths of hell. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of the thing for me. It was just like, I, I felt like I am not stupid and I'm not dumb. But then, like, this, like, that book made me feel dumb. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know anything. And I had to read listen to the first four hours and I was like totally cool with it but I was just like I want to understand this um with monsters I never felt that way and that's why I'm like if so you're none into fantasy yeah um for me yeah none I don't for volume one uh it's a complete story read it to the end um yep if you stop and start asking questions uh go back a page or two sure but go to the very end and see if you have those questions still I feel like you'd have to read it like 12 times over to nitpick it for a qualm not me nitpicking no, some people just like different things. No, no, no. I that and like that's a, that's the difference of like that not being your cup of tea. That that that's like a taste thing to me because I've said that even with like superhero stuff. That's not my cup of tea, but my qualms won't be related to that. You know, that's just a taste thing. Sure. Well, do you have any? No. Okay. So my qualm, uh, <laughs> I got angry every time I saw the Professor Tam Tam page come oh. up. I was like, this shit again. Give me back to the story. Um, That had like spawn vibes. You know how they would go to like the the newscaster, like full page. And you're like, hmm. And and for me, again, I didn't know I was going to have homework to do while I read this comic. Well, okay. This is for me. This was where like, you know, it's not apples to apples, but like or apples and oranges. But like, I really liked it because it was like a little character driven. And I was like, oh, this is kind of nice little. Dr. Rook, who's that Pokemon kind of feel like versus like Jonathan Hickman's House of X, where I was like, I gotta read this fucking schematic. Sure. And so like it felt there's, you know, there's two ways you can go about it. It took me out of it. I think if they had showed ancient text that I read, I think I would have accepted it more. But it was definitely like, and now a commercial break. And you're like, I don't want a commercial break. She just had a monster come out of her arm. I want to see what happens next. Um, next time on. So oh, wait, it, there is a next time. To me, it just felt like we're it, uh, like to to be real about it. What it felt like to me was that I was reading this this more adult centered comic, and then it, it came into like for all the kids, kids who don't understand what's happening. And I was like, no, another comic can have this because you've done a really good job of explaining everything so far. I didn't. I didn't need. Uh, the only one I really enjoyed <clears throat> was, the was the one that wasn't like, here's a message from Professor Tam. It was just them around the map of the different races, the ancients. Yeah, the like yeah that, that was the my races. favorite one too. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a, you know, it felt like I was, I had a, a like ad in my comic essentially. Like I was like, here's your free perfume because you bought this magazine. Um, <laughs> so like a, after like <gasps> the second really one, like I was that. like, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's my only qualm though. All right. So, well, that is amazing. Uh, that, I like that. That uh, I remember those. <laughs> Here's yeah. Like, oh, back back yeah, when I used to happen. hit the like, Macy's catalog. Happens. I know. You just fold it open and you would rub it on you. You'd be like, "I'm yeah. going to school today. I'm going to smell good." Yeah. Uh, so Keep first is Caitlin or Josh for for the Caitlin. for the ratings. Caitlin, me? Yep. Me? Yeah. There it is. Yeah, he called it. Uh, it. This has been sitting here for a minute. Oh, it's yeah. Five. Ding, I already had it written down, ding, by the way. Ding. Of course you did. 
This is so, like all of my favorite things. Yeah. All squished into one beautiful volume that there are five of currently, and I'm going to read them all. Josh. Five. five. Yeah, this Josh. Five. Oh, yeah. We, for the audio listeners, Caitlin had a five. We didn't I had a five yeah, of. You guys have to That's keep in mind That's why I tried that. to say five. it. Corey. It's Nerd on Sorry. the Podcast. Not Lead with that. Lead with that. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Josh. Uh, five. Josh, three. Five. Yeah, there it is. Thank He's you. Like five, I've five, five. Been saying five. Five. <laughs> Next is Tom. Five. Yeah. I'm gonna say it this way. Uh, I I love everyone for it. Have your things. This is my kind of fantasy. Yeah. Like, I I know Caitlin, you're all about that Lord of the Rings. You have it tattooed on your body. I do. Uh, this to me is like this. I would tattoo some one of this on my body, like because it 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 it, it has more of that anime vibage. Um, and I was talking to one of my friends like, oh, really, Tom, you like something that, you know, speaks to you more? That's weird. I'm like, yeah, I'm just saying like I, and I feel, always feel a little weird when like I don't get the full nerd on when people start talking about like Middle Earth. I'm like, I don't. It doesn't, What's wrong with me? But, uh, Do we like, need to put like fucking this. cat lessons in the middle of Lord of the Rings for you, Tom? Is that <laughs> yes. what we need? Or just cats at all. Is that what we need for you? Because there's there's no, there's, there's zero cats. cat in Lord of the Rings. Oh wow, that might change it for him. And and there's a there's more gray orcs than I. Yeah, definitely not in the movies at least, <laughs> but in the extended universe. Uh, uh, we'll that see. means it's my turn. Go ahead, Corey. Uh-huh. Four point nine. Tell me I'm right. I knew it. I <laughs> Tell knew. me I'm right. Four point nine. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I just again when we do these comics, I just compare it like Tom did with Mortal Kombat, compared to every fighting movie out there. I compare it to every comic I've read. Uh, and this we've is read one Watchmen. of the best ones I've ever read. <laughs> Uh, and I, this is one of the best ones I've read in a very long time as well. Um, but I, I didn't want it to affect the one point one, but the cat, the Tam Tam things, really it, like really it upset infect, me. Affected your enjoyment of the content. It did. It felt like it's a Professor little roadblock, and I didn't, I didn't want them. Shut up. Is there more of those, Josh? Yeah. All right. Cool. I, I'm I, still gonna read it I all. Like, it doesn't matter. Tam Tam stuffed animals. Here's what I I'll say. All the family. Yeah. It's like here's what I'll say. It's just like uh, I'll be perfectly honest. I skip those. Once I probably I, will. Once I once I realized that they were affecting my experience, I was like, oh okay. I definitely swipe. Will, but <laughs> it's like to cover it. I had to read all of them. I, I want to, it all to effectively uh, cover this comic. So uh, I will definitely. I will be reading the remainder of this series hundred percent. This is one of the best high fantasy comics so I've good. ever read. I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna buy the hard card cover for the first volume if I can and uh if I can get them 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 Neko's I'll buy them them stuffed animals those are fucking baller shit like, oh t- we Tano? do have a couple shout outs though yes that I have to give so, to the so Tom Nation. Corey and uh, Tom Caitlin and, and Josh were right yes that is correct <laughs> um that point one baby uh <laughs> shout out to Matt R and General G for guessing Corey on this one nice nice yeah. nice 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 <laughs> They are Maybe the next volumes grumper. will be fives because this is a uh, very close, very close. Nice. Uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening or watching. If you're on the YouTubes, if you're new to Nerd On, welcome. Glad to have you. Thanks for listening. Check out our website, nerdon.tv. Has all of the information on every single thing that we do, all of the linky links, all the social, all that good stuff. So check it out. Um, like we've mentioned before, uh, all of our episodes our video as well so check them out on youtube we've worked really hard to get them to the quality that they are and all thanks 
to the Nerd On Nation that have helped us to grow and to be the best that we can be. They are dope peeps. So check out that Nerd On Nation, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, and check out that Discord. There's a really wonderful community that just keeps on growing. The conversation are always, always going, and there's a channel for everything from movies, TVs, to comic books. You can continue the conversation about Monstrous over there. Um, stop by, rate, review, share, subscribe. Uh, Apple Podcasts is actually changing their um, their verbiage on verbiage. Their verbiage. It'll no longer be subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. Follow us on Apple oh, Podcast. No. Um, just to you know, continuity. Well, okay. Follow us on Twitch. Subscribe to us on Twitch. There's a uh, anyway. Thank you so much Destroy for listening. That difficult button. Yeah, uh, you know the drill. As always, nerd on. Ending broadcast.